if you follow sport and if you are a tennis fan then the news of Naomi Osaka's withdrawal from the French Open would have saddened you not just from a sporting standpoint but from the human angle to the story that she's suffering with depression or she has been suffering with depression for over one and a half years and it's so surprising to many that people who have everything going for them name fame glory money they often reach a breaking point where they can just not take it anymore likewise at your workplace look around you look at that corner there's this person who's standing for her turn his turn is waiting some of sometimes these people are often misunderstood even thought to be as incompetent thought to be as a cultural misfit well those definitions or labels are given by a bunch of extroverts and so it's very important for all of us to realize that one culture does not fit all it's important for organizations and departments and teams to realize that all five fingers are not the same some people thrive under pressure they do their best work under pressure and some people do their best work when they're left alone so the majority of a management is to identify to hire if or to nurture or to manage and if required to even protect those set of people who do not conform to the majority unfortunately there isn't much sensitivity and in in most of say indian parlance they're called as softies you know those people who get offended very easily or hurt very easily now it is very important to realize that how someone manages to deal with their internal pressures social anxieties is not a reflection of how competent they are so in this bus talk I want to touch a little bit upon how to handle how to manage how to identify nurture friend a fellow introvert or a person who's the quieter one or the shyer one at your workplace and ensure that they get equal footage for lack of a better expression in the larger scheme of things We live in the age of capitalism essentially the fundamental or underlying theory to surviving in in this economic mindset is that you're either growing or you're dying there is no mid path there is no hanging there in between sitting in some corner and doing something but as it turns out at the regular workplace there are many many such corners which keep on doing their jobs quietly as competent and as efficiently as the louder ones the fact is one cannot paint the entire organization with the same brush there are different cultural traits that each of the people bring to the table and at this point in time there aren't enough people sensitive enough trained enough to acknowledge identify that one of the most common anxiety inducing situations are reviews when you go through a business review you are standing in front of 10 people and despite the fact that you've done well cortisol levels flood your mind and there are chances that you jumble up you forget things what you need to say if you are surrounded by a bunch of extroverts who 
completely don't get the point and feel that you have to be like soldier ready to shoot when in the face of such adversity and that's what makes you great then that particular person will be ridiculed will be jibed at would be made to feel like a piece of shit and this happens it's very real and you are expected to you know brush off the failure or, or it's termed as a failure and you you brush it off and say come on uh, man up and fight uh, so says the patriarchal society and the patriarchal largely patriarchal mindset management but it is very important to now realize and there is enough conversations that are happening on mental health in and around the organization that there are people who do their best work when given the space and time they are they perform better when not under pressure so if you are a a person who's surrounded by alpha extroverts and you are this introvert does not mean that you are any less competent than your fellow extroverts it is important for organizational leaders departmental heads or some of the thought leaders within the industry to promote the fact that the true maturity of a management to is to be inclusive not just in gender but in the mind as well and that has not been the case for many many years and it continues to be so in india in many many organizations so given that we are in a high pressure market high pressure job high pressure situation what are the two or three things that you can do if you are an introvert if you find yourself to be different from others what are the two or three things that you should keep in mind so that you can cope with the situation better one of the biggest things that i learned over my career is to differentiate between the role that you are paid to do and who you are as a person there is no similarity necessarily and it is very difficult for many people to separate the role from the identity they often feel a sense of rejection when they are rejected in the role but it is important to realize that what the other people are rejecting is the role that you are paid to do not you as the person i know this is easier said than done because the mind is the same the body is the same then how do you think differently but i can also tell you this that the mind is very powerful and it is out of practice when you start believing it might sound artificial when you start but you have to start delineating your two personas in your mind when you pick up i was about to say pick up the hat when you pick up the headphone headset laptop keyboard whatever where it signifies to your mind that now you are entering into a zone which you are paid to do and therefore be a certain way or speak in a certain way that is different from who you are as a person so whatever the consequences implications actions comments queries that happen they happen to the troll this is particularly more so for people who are almost always under the lens as it were think of customer care customer success 
sales reps uh, or those people who are always interacting at the front as it were not to say that people who are in the back offices face any less they have a different set of eyes on them but the sen- the amount of rejection some of these people face sometimes depresses them sometimes puts a doubt in their mind that they're maybe not as good enough so it's very important to realize that your competency levels your efficiency levels do not reflect who you are as a person so learn to try and differentiate them number 2 don't be in an organization or with a set of people who ridicule you or who think of you lesser competent as them or you know almost seem like doing you a favor now i know lot of us come from different financial situations responsibilities and sometimes there is no option but to swallow everything and keep on doing what you need to do because that's what you have to do yes it is unfortunate but always remind yourself that if you were good enough to get hired in this place you will get hired elsewhere now in, in it is also very true that it, there is no guarantee that the next organization that you join will not have similar people you might get into you know a situation where it is frying pan to fire so it is important to learn and develop coping mechanisms within the organization but if you have the option to move away into a safe place into a more conducive work environment then that's what you should do without any delay now how do you find that out you ask questions at the interview level not that you can find out everything but you you ought to ask questions what is the culture like what have been the difficult situations in the role that how have people reacted to it and with the way that question is handled dismissed off or answered will also give you a sense right if the guy says no no that's never happened or something i don't i don't know and kind of brushes it off then that's a message to you as well alternatively if the answer is given in a very detailed structured manner that look here is how we manage cultural diversity in the organization or somebody's difference in thought then you also get a message that maybe you could resonate with them like i mean to be fair there isn't a perfect work environment right 10 on 10 if 10 on 10 being wow this is the ideal place and one being this is the worst place i could be most people land up in like a 6 on 10 or a 7 on 10 if you're really lucky to get to a 9 on 10 is rare and i don't think 10 on 10 generally exist so to expect a 10 on 10 in itself is not perhaps ideal so if you get a 6 on 10 look for people who can get it to 7 on 10 or 8 on 10 within the organization so that you can operate freely and do your best work number 3 better time management for people who face extreme anxiety or pressure to perform or present 
One of the ways, the hardworking ways, is to plan way ahead in time. If you could spend some time addition in addition to what it normally takes, for example, if you are to make a presentation deck, which for other people might just take 30 minutes or one hour, you might need that one hour to just make the deck and one hour to prepare the notes and maybe one hour to rehearse and walk through the talking points and think through the objections that might come your way. It's always important to socialize that with your peer, with your manager, that look, you, you, this is the preparation that you're doing and here are the objections that you're anticipating. Should there be anything else that you should prepare for? It's a legit and valid question. So it's incumbent upon your leader, your manager to share some of that insights instead of not backing you in front of 10 other managers. You know, I think that is complete uh, silliness on, or immaturity on part of the manager to not uh, stand by, and I'm using these words carefully, ideas not to get defensive, but also not let your team member in the slaughterhouse, as it were. So it is important that you have these conversations early on and figure out ways to practice ahead in time prepare notes prepare answers to the objections write it down don't memorize it write it down so that you can refer those notes see it's your business it's your work so you know it inside out that's not the problem here the problem is articulating what you have done well and what you've not done well and therefore the workarounds to it sometimes it's the presentation technique it's the presentation skill that comes to your rescue for example if you have really messed up on the previous quarter it is often imp you know that you're going to get bombarded on on why you missed your forecast or your numbers or whatever it's important to handle that upfront saying look here is where we screwed up here are the three things why it happened and here are the five things i'm going to do or i've already begun doing to rectify it and so that it is not replicated in the future quarters and if there is further argument and further slice and dice beyond that then so be it but at least you have shown common sense logic and a way out of a given situation because the set of people who are asking these questions they themselves have screwed up many many times over the years and they perhaps continue to do that with their superiors so to uh, think that uh, th those answers won't suffice might not be the right thing to do for you you do what you can do which is within your control those are the things that people want to hear and see that here are the three things i could have done better here are the three things that i am fixing and here is the desired result of those fixing things yes the question could be why it did not occur to you before why did you not fix it in the first place those questions can keep on coming and the idea is to use your presentation skills to move the conversation forward. Number three, part of the way to deal with your levels of anxiety may not even begin at work. It might begin at home, maybe with your friends with in a safe space. Think of ways of doing things that you always feared, which you always thought would land you in trouble and 
of course that doesn't mean you do anything illegal or wrong or those or to hurt someone i, I don't mean it in that negative s- space but typical things which you always get nervous about at home or in your home surroundings find your partner find your friend find your family member to help you support you through this journey to overcome that anxiety so these are not one big leap of faith and big magic change that you do but a series of micro changes a little little small small things that you avoided doing or trying out try doing that as a diligent exercise over a period of time so that you lose the fear of anxiety lose the fear of failure lose the fear of gaping eyes on you and all those things and over time that will start to reflect at your workplace as well and you will be in a better position better mind space to handle larger and bigger and more complex challenges look th- there isn't an ideal way of doing this but at least you're doing something about it and remember like i said before try doing things that are in your control I know this list is not exhaustive there are perhaps 350000 ways and mechanisms to deal with your own situation because every situation is unique so try what you can and do whatever that works well for you right i'm not a doctor or a, f- a philosophy expert or a psychologist but you know sometimes when you see people suffer and i've had my share of anxiety from time to time and i've tried to deal with it in trying to do the same thing and clearly it's in a much better space than perhaps what it was say many years ago and not to say that it cannot happen again but once you have that muscle memory of dealing with it you try to cope with it little better each time that said i wanted to end this uh, episode with a little bit of uh, thoughts or share a few thoughts about the people around us or the people around introverts you know those who are the traditional extroverts now these people sometimes may not identify and if you are one of them you are listening to this and saying seriously is that even a challenge i don't see sense in this i don't see logic in this and what's the big deal uh, is the general sentiment that many of the extroverts think when they see an introvert they sometimes thinks it's a disability they thinks it is a problem well it's not a disability it's not a problem it's not a challenge it's how people are they are not defined by your definition of success or your definition of fun or your definition of excitement you might thrive better under pressure they thrive better when they are not under pressure and that's perfectly fine idea is to get the work done accurately efficiently and to the best of each of your abilities as long as that is happening the ways and mechanisms and the methods that people are adopting to get to the end result sometimes renders itself useless it doesn't matter from which direction you come from as long as you hit home so if you are an extrovert listening to this go talk to your friend who is an introvert spend some time with them try and understand their world and the key prerequisite 
to do that would be patience you know the first time you try to having this conversation they might even say no no i'm all fine uh, as you have heard and seen in so many instances the one point that comes to my mind is say deepika padukone right you might think so one of the most glamorous uh, talented and most accomplished actors of this generation suffers from uh, anxiety or has had depression for years put together is an ample testimony that what people show on the surface might not be how they feel inside you know we live in a world where uh, i mean pre uh, covid world up until say 2018 or even 2019 if you, what was your social uh, landscape right people were posting glamorous pictures on facebook on holidays and international vacations and you know the the opulence and the happiness and the joy of being here and being in the executive lounge or you know traveling on 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 a bullet train or whatever some of those you know pictures and there are 50 likes or 100 likes depending on how popular you are people admiring your lifestyle as it were then you switch to whatsapp people were busy forwarding the funniest of jokes even though there were sexist jokes there were stupid silly good morning forwards and everything and people were like as if everything is good and fine and hunky dory if you went on to linkedin people would generally repost uh, an article from someone else's commentary and then there would be 300 comments on that and so when you just look at it from a macro level it almost seemed that life is so perfect for these people and they're having so much fun and then when you get to know them you find out that majority of them suffer from some degree of insecurity anxiety or some kind of a mental affliction many of them are depressed and they put up this bravado this brave face that hmm, everything is fine but as it turns out it is not and so it is important to realize that there are even extroverts who face a lot of anxiety who face a lot of performance pressure if you will and they put up with it force power through that and for some it works and for some it does not so if you are an extrovert listening to this realize that you are uh, one of a kind and there are other people who are different from you but are equally as competent as you are and they deserve that kind of respect admiration and attention just like anybody else well that's all i had time for this week friends i hope you enjoyed listening to the content as much as i had enjoyed presenting it to you it's a very important topic and if any of you wish to engage in a conversation share a comment thought question doubt do send in a note on my gmail uh, that's gyanban@gmail.com g y a n b a n and or on my social media handles uh, on twitter and facebook #gyanban or #gyanbanbustalk i will try and include them or address them in subsequent episodes of bus talk well till then the pandemic is still on so stay safe stay well and keep your chin up this too shall pass this is ab and you were listening to bus talk peace out <laughs>